Welcome to the Spotcast. This is Hilary Kwiatek, Employee Communications Specialist for Lehigh University Human Resources. Today, our guest is Adrian McNeil, Assistant Vice President for Community and Regional Affairs. Welcome, Adrian. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. We really appreciate you coming on today. Um, you know, Spotcast is all about hearing from our employees at Lehigh about what they do, um, what drives them, and what keeps them going. So let's get started. Sure. Um, the first thing I want to ask you about is how you um, came to your profession. Was something, was community relations, was uh, this kind of work something you were familiar with uh, when you went to college? Was it something you studied? No, it wasn't something that I studied. I was a public administration uh, major, and so more government um, was kind of my role. And then had an opportunity once I graduated. I went to York College, um, had an opportunity to come back to the institution, uh, worked in kind of this dual uh, admissions, multicultural affairs type role that had a community component to it. And so... um, so I did that for about three years, and then I also was attending Villanova at the time um, for grad school, finished my degree, and then I was offered this department, um, a brand-new community outreach, multicultural affairs, and so that's kind of how I got into the role. And many of my positions since then have been in sort of some sort of community outreach, community relations role but I'd say kind of similar to my job now would be my time at the United Way in Lancaster County. Ironically, the CEO of the United Way here, Lehigh Valley, actually hired me when he was the vice president um, in Lancaster. And during my time frame then, we kind of moved away from kind of funding agencies um, and more looking at community goals. And so I had an opportunity to really think about community strategies, population goals, those type of things. And um, ultimately through over, you know, the five years that I was there, ultimately changing the funding model. So um, kind of similar, I won't say similar because we're not necessarily funders, but um, in terms of that community change type work that this position um, just gives me the opportunity to do is very similar, I think. So talk to me a little bit about um, the the United Way and Lancaster, because I know that a lot of people um, who who work here and who think about um, our community relationships, you'll often hear uh, about Franklin and Marshall in Lancaster sure. and um, its relationship with the city of Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think uh, something that would be interesting to talk about is what your role was in, in that connection between higher education and uh, community development in Lancaster and how you brought that here. Sure. So we also worked with Franklin and Marshall. Um, Burwood Yost uh, was the the Center for Opinion Research. We actually hired his team to work in conjunction with us as we were thinking about changing the funding model, um, doing those population goals to make sure it was realistic. And so the first part of that was a community needs assessment. So his team led that. So we thought about early education goals, employment goals, health-type goals, and his team really laid that out for us. So it was, here's this is the case. These are, we. if you look at the, the model, you'll see these, like, red dots of where areas of, like, we really need to focus on. And so this is why we need to change, because these 
are areas that we're not really doing well in. And so we need to shift and focus. And so their their group helped us really make the case, um, also helped us build um, the model itself. And then we kind of, one of the things, at least for me, um, were the outcome reports. And, you know, folks turn them in and you spend a lot of time working on them and someone like me doesn't read it because the numbers don't really mean anything. Um, it's actually sitting in the room with the clients, with the partners, and kind of getting a sense for how things are really going. So got rid of the outcome reports and hired his team to work with the programs real time. So monthly, you get a sense of what's working, what isn't working, so you can change in real time and adapt. So, so you were trying to improve... Um, the schools, you were trying to improve um, job training for absolutely. A- adults, absolutely. Looking, pe- people looking to um, kind of move up in, in terms of economically and, and things like that. Those right. are the things. High school graduation rates, we were looking for early ed, we were looking at healthy birth weights, we were looking at um, third grade reading level, kind of like what this United Way does here. We were looking at, um, you know, high school graduation rates. Also looking at medical homes, like our, you know, people use the, what we call the super utilizer. So people that are using the ER um, instead of having a medical home to um, get their health needs met. So we were looking at those type of goals. And so then from there, you ended up here? I did. Yes. And how did that transition happen? Um, for years at United Way, you're on the other end of the table soliciting, you know, these high powered CEOs and you know, just can you maintain your commitment? Here's where your company stands. Here's the change. We want your continued support. And so I I thought I, want, I wanted to be on the other side of that. And so the job at Lehigh came up, and I applied. So I took a chance and came here, and it gave me an opportunity to move to a new community because I'm about three. I'm from Baltimore, so I'm about three hours away from Baltimore, two hours away from York. Uh, where I was living. And so, you know, I just, I had to transition my entire life. I thought that would be kind of exciting. So. Has it been exciting? It has been. It's <laughs> been fun. I've had a good time, met a lot of great people. So yes, it's been good. Well, that's good. Um, so, so now you're on the other side of the table. You're in, in a higher ed environment at a university that is, you know, one of the top 50 in the country. We're private. We're seen as prestigious. And, you know, some people see us as wealthy. <laughs> right. Um, what do you see since you've been here? What what has formed in your mind as what the responsibility of a university like Lehigh is to its community? So I think from from what we, the model that we use is more of the anchor institution framework. And so it's, we're not going anywhere. We're the economic driver. We have a responsibility to our community. And so that's the mindset here as it relates to the work that we do specifically in South Bethlehem. And so um, if people read the Alumni Bulletin, page 20, summer edition, um, it starts with the four pillars. And so, and that happened long before my time, but certainly those issues, those goals are still very relevant um, and needed you know, some focus on here. And so working with the schools, the community schools, uh, we took on a third uh, this past summer. 
So now we have Fountain Hill Elementary, we have Donegan Elementary, we have Brockle. So we have the two elementary schools that feed into the middle school. And although that's new, it certainly creates an opportunity for us to think about how what what's the future of education looks like for the kids in South Bethlehem, since essentially we have our hands on all of them. And with us being the lead partner, you know, the work with the Southside Arts District and kind of what's happening there, they've grown so much so that they now need to become their own 501c3. And so being a part of that process, you know, to make that happen, the work that we do in code enforcement in the neighborhoods, and then, um, you know, economic vitality and, and, and the South, you know, clean and safe, most importantly, the Southside ambassadors, uh, the work that they do. But again, we um, support. And so it's you, you've seen that transition. And then it's all the other stuff that I get, you know, called and pulled into um, for one reason or another. But I think about my first month here and, you know, you're in third and new. That wasn't there when I started. And yet it was a project I had to go to city council meetings and advocate for on behalf of Lehigh. And, and now you have it. Um, my first six months we started the RFP process for looking for developers for um, Brinker Lofts at the time, the service building. Now that's fully occupied. Oh, it is. Wow. So yeah. it's, you know, Southside Commons didn't exist. And having to go through that community engagement process because it was new and people were just, at least, some were at least, freaking out about it. And so kind of going through that community process, the College of Health, NRH was pretty quiet, but still some things um rumbled up or at least around parking as it relates to all these projects that we're building on parking lots but you know it's been a smooth transition but again you're seeing all of these things that are happening that we were just talking about just a few years ago that kind of leads me into the question of yeah how are you measuring success so you sort of have two sides to this you're advocating for um these big building projects things that are changing kind of the skyline and landscape of our community. Um, and so you're going to city council and zoning meetings right. and things like mm-hmm. that, right? Um, but then there's also the other side, which is the human component of the kids in the schools and the, you know, the Hispanic Center or other right. other Absolutely. other community partners like that. How are you um, able to measure that part? Because now we're seeing the buildings going up. So obviously we can see that right. success. But what about the other part of it? Absolutely. So the Hispanic Center and the schools certainly have different metrics. You know, we do have to report into the United Way. Um, so certainly they're the outcome measurements that they're, the United Way is looking for that we do have to track as a center. I would say for the Hispanic Center, it's also keeping them afloat. You know, it's a very, it's a small organization and it takes a lot to I don't have to run it day to day, but I'm certainly aware of the issues and what's happening and kind of heavily involved with that. As a board member, I'm on several different committees. I feel like I'm there all of the time. We have an event tomorrow at the crack of dawn. So it's just (laughs) (laughs) it's all of these different things that happen. But we do that to really support the work that's happening. I would say... um, Some of the new things would be the work with the Office of First Year Experience and kind of this this, um, 
thought or this kind of underlying theme that South Bethlehem is dangerous. And it's it's not. So this mindset that South Bethlehem is dangerous. And so, you know, you're looking at a program like Faux Friday, which has certainly evolved. So, you know, the students had a time, you know, five to six, six to seven or whatever the time was, and you ate in your restaurant and then you went back to campus. Well, you're not really experiencing South Bethlehem. You're just eating in an establishment. And so we had an opportunity to really work with them, to partner with them, and let's make this more of an experience. So that time slot is gone. We have additional restaurants. We're doing events on the Greenway. We had a DJ dance party this past year while they were there. And, you know, just getting the kids to really explore and take that, take, you know, take advantage of that time frame. Um, in addition, there's a South Bethlehem Outreach Committee with the Student Senate. And all, it took a while because um, I certainly wasn't going to plan this event for them, but plan this event with them. And so they did this festival on the Greenway during Chili Fest. So we helped them with all the permits and everything else they needed, the insurances. I took care of all of that stuff. All they had to do was just, they got the inflatables. They did, I think, hot dogs. We had to work through that with the, you know, with the Lehigh Dining food trucks. And we managed to um, agree to hot dogs, snow cones. You know, they did all sorts of stuff. And, you know, it was for the first time, but it, it ended up working out. But we're able to, the Office of First Year Experience actually has a measurement that they track with the students which is how comfortable do they feel venturing into South Bethlehem. And so they've been asking that every year, at least since I've been here. And so we're starting to see movement in a real positive direction. Um, in addition, we added the Colony Mine event. So did that this past Friday with, it was Lehigh After Dark. I did it with the Office of First Years as a 5 by 10 and then I did it again with Lehigh after dark, and so Kalimine agreed to stay open later. Um, I had about 47 students there, it, only 19 RSVPs, so I ran, ran out of food really quickly and had to order more, but that was fine. Um, but they each do a pottery item, and then um, Kalimine has the silk screens with the Le- different Lehigh logos, and so you can... Um, you know, whatever. Whenever you're done painting your item, you can actually stencil the Lehigh logo item on it, and so then you're creating your own thing that isn't brown or white, <laughs> <laughs> but has the Lehigh logo. But it has the Lehigh logo <laughs> that you made yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds that sounds great because I know it's something we care about. I mean, that Absolutely. making sure and and so um, I think that. Um, for a lot of students, like you said, and 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 staff and faculty, Absolutely. there's a perception right. of of South Bethlehem, right? Um, and uh, the sort of stereotypes that are that people's thinking is based in about right. you know that it's not safe, right? Um, and I know certainly people like human resources where we're down at third and new we're really um in the community now um we're walking on the greenway Mm -hmm. and we're you know walking to starbucks or lit and things like that it's the just having that presence and and being there is changing perceptions as well it is i think even for my department that moved to the flight iron building you know just to be able to you know when you have time just to get out 
um, I tend at least once a week try to get lunch at a Southside establishment and kind of switch it up. So I'll go to Jeff or I'll go to Tony or go to General Zapata, but, you know, just getting out. But being within walking distance has been really good. So so what do you think is something that people who live on the South Side um, don't understand or misunderstand about Lehigh and about our, you know, our population here and... Well, let's see. There's a lot of things. I hear different stuff every single day. What I would say, at least what I'm dealing with at the moment, is this blanketing that all students off campus are partying and drinking and and that sort of thing. So how do you think we can work through that and help the community appreciate us and help people who work at Lehigh appreciate the community more? How can we um, come to a better understanding about issues like the students partying or, um, you know, staff parking in their neighborhoods or things like that? I I think it's just continuing to be at the table. And at least for me, it's making sure the facts are correct. And so that's really what I find myself doing most of the time is just making sure um, people know the truth because there's a lot of rumors out there. You'd be amazed at when I go to meetings and Lehigh this and Lehigh that, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, your information is incorrect. That is really not the case. Here's what's really happening. It's like, oh, I, I didn't know that. But it's, you know, some of the things that people come up with, you just have no idea where it came from, how it started, but ultimately it's being in the room to make sure that information is correct. And then it's continuing to build on a lot of the great things that we already do. You know, people, until that, I think that alumni bulletin came out, I don't think people really realized the extent of the work that we do in South Bethlehem. They knew it was happening, but they didn't know that it was because of Lehigh University being the catalyst for that. And so not that we go out there and brag that we did it and we're behind it, but at the same time, making sure people understand what our contribution is uh, to South Bethlehem. And then I would also think about, you know, specifically a lot of the work that Carolina Hernandez does with the tutors, you know, in Brockle and Donegan, Fountain Hill, the homework clubs, the Holiday Hope Chess, you know, spectacular. You've got Brockle Bowling coming up, Parents Night Out. Um, what was it? Spring Spring Fling. Like all of these different opportunities where you're bringing families onto campus and allowing them, you know, just have the opportunity to hang out and do the haunted house and all the different games. And and so I, because I attend those programs, I get to see how appreciative those families are for the opportunity, and and I think it's just continuing to build on that. So what do you like about working at Lehigh specifically? Um, I think we can hear what you enjoy about your job. Sure. But what is it about working at Lehigh specifically that you can point to that you like? I like a lot of things about working at Lehigh. Number one, I love higher education. And that environment That work environment alone is very different than any other work experience that I've been in. I think close was United Way. Um, But in general, I just love 
working in higher end. And in this particular job, I like the fact that I don't have to deal with students directly every day. I had like 40 work-study students in the past, and that was crazy. And, you know, all this, I was in student affairs, and so you're there early, and you have to stay till 10, 11 o'clock at night because of all the activities and weekends. And Again, not that I don't have that here, but I can balance it a little bit. And so that's what I really like about it. So, yeah, this meet breakfast meeting tomorrow at, like, 7 o'clock, but yet, like, today, it was a flexible morning, so... You know, I, I like that aspect of it and that. And then I went to the game on on Saturday and had a good time. And, you know, I was hanging out with some friends of mine. We went up to the Skybox and hung out for a little bit and then left and went, you know, somewhere else. But, again, it's it was all Lehigh people um, that I was there with and, and we hung out. So, uh, you know, I just I like all the people I get to work with, uh, just the variety of the day, which is really important. But there's, you know, just never a dull moment. But I do like the environment. What are you, um, what are you looking forward to? What are you most excited about about the future for Lehigh and and your work here? I, you know, I think it's just continuing to see the the work play out. And I, I would say, right now around the community schools, since we do have the three schools that educate the South Bethlehem kids. I'm excited to see what those educational outcomes are going to be for the near future for them and the fact that we were able to influence that. Even with all the challenges that those schools face and those the challenges that those families face, the fact that we're the lead educational partner, that we can really make a difference because education is the key, I think, and, and the fact that we're going to be a part of that is, is a very exciting thing. So I like that aspect. Awesome. Cool. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us on the Spotcast. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. The Spotcast is a production of Lehigh University Human Resources. Our producer is Emma Dillon. The podcast is recorded in Lehigh's audio recording studio in Mountaintop Building C. Special thanks to Jarrett Brown of Library and Technology Services for technical assistance. I'm Hilary Kwiatek. Join us next time to see who we spot. Thank you.